You know, life does hand us adversity from time to time. But God's mercy endures forever. Mercy, mercy, mercy. 88.1 WHOV welcomes you to the pastor's study. The pastor's study in your church or any church is a place where the pastor goes to collect his thoughts, hear from God, study God's Word, and develop ideas and thoughts on the direction the church needs to take in leading others to Christ. The pastor's study is where the road to salvation is paved, the mysteries of the Bible revealed. The pastor's study on WHOV is a talk show that allows you, the listener, to come inside to find out more about the ministries of the gospel in the area and the good works they're doing across the region, the nation, and the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Kevin Swan of Ivy Baptist Church in Newport News. The pastor's study is now open to the public. So come on in and find out God's plan for your life and his people. Listen, Eden is kingdom, and Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear ya. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Come on, let me hear you, let me hear you. Put your hands together like this. Come on. Here we go. When God made man, he made a spirit. It was his plan that we live blessed. The tempter came. We were distracted, the tempter came, and we fell, we were deep to live our life. This is the essence of HU 88.1 WHOV. This is John Young, and on behalf of Pastor Kevin Swan of Ivy Baptist Church and Ray Johnson of CRC Peninsula, we would like to welcome you to the pastor's study, the essence of HU. And again, thank you for taking part in listening in on the pastor study. And today, the inmates are running the asylum because we have uh, Kevin Swan that will join us on the phone. But in the meantime, me and Pastor Ray Johnson are trying to do everything in our power to hold it down. How you doing, Pastor Ray? Man, I feel real good this morning, Pastor Young. I feel real good this morning. As you as you mentioned, the inmates are indeed running the asylum. Pastor Swan is out tending some, to some business in regards to Ivy Baptist and some other things that he's got to take care of this morning. So Pastor Young and I will be leading the, the, the discussion this morning on the pastor's study. But Pastor Young, I've been missing you all for the last two and a half weeks just simply because I have been out, brother, relaxing on what my wife and I call vacay, holiday and uh, uh, just getting back into the Hampton Roads area. So it's good to be back with you all, but it was so good, man, to dip my feet in the pool, swim, and uh, just kind of act crazy on some roller coasters. So I enjoyed that. And what do I do? I come back, and you got on the blue and white. Now, you know good and well. We ain't had the first kickoff yet, and you got the Dallas Cowboys stuff on already. What you trying to do this morning, man? You know, uh, I have to say, um, I, I, I pray that this week is sort of a prophetic uh, indication of how the rest of the season will go because if I understand correctly, the Redskins lost and the Dallas Cowboys won um, uh, this past week in the preseason game. Now, granted, we know for the most part, you know, the starters don't play and that kind of thing. But, hey, you know, I'll take a victory however I can get it. 
Amen. So with that being said, we've got some interesting things that we're going to be talking about today. And, and uh, I pray that the callers chime in. We'd love to get uh, as much participation as we can today from, uh, from, from our listening audience because we have a doozy. Uh, we are going to uh, deal with today an article uh, from the Huffington Post where um, they talk about the subject matter of online dating. And our question for the public today is, should Christians participate in online dating? We have some amazing stats. Uh, we have some, uh, some testimonials, and we've got some horror stories. Uh, and so we want to hear what you think about online dating. Uh, on the other hand, I want to uh, make sure that, that you all know that uh, we have a situation here where Kevin Swan is actually going to be one of the ones we can put on the hot seat, you know, because he usually just, you know, pushes the mic in our face. But now we're going to shine the light in his face wherever he is, and we're going to hold him down and, and have him uh, uh, be the patient, and we get to be the doctors today. So, uh, uh, Pastor Ray, have you got your scalpel ready? Absolutely. I have my scalp already, already. And this is such an interesting topic because we have so many, Pastor Young, what we would consider to be uh, success stories in regards to um, online dating. But before we even even go there and uh, start to, to discuss that in any way, call us, make sure that you call, in, call us in at 727-5711, 727-5711. Before we even actually get into some of our commentary in regards to that, uh, Pastor Young, give us some of the statistics from the Huffington Post of information that you were able to find. Right. One of the things that uh, just stood off uh, the, the page for me, and this is a, a, a article from the Huffington Post that was actually uh, dated a couple of months ago. I believe it was, uh, was March. Uh, so this is a, a bit of an older uh, ad, but it was recently updated again. Uh, they did a follow-up study in May. And, and basically one of the things it says is that most people lie about their uh, stats on online dating. It says that uh, online men lie most about their age, height, and income. Now, I ain't going to even make a comment about the height thing, you know, because um, I, I think that a lot of these men are giving their height with their, with their shoes on, you know, because I, I get an extra inch or two with my shoes on. Um, and then on the flip side, women, they lie most about their weight, their physical build, and their age. And that, my friend, uh, is something that uh, we have to spend some time in because, you know, it, it, it gives some pretty interesting stats that a lot of people may not be aware of. And one is that uh, this online dating industry is over $1 billion per year in revenue. Uh, it is actually bigger than the porn industry. This, this industry has, has generated, and it is expected to generate $1.3 billion by the year 2013. Mm. Uh, it also goes on to talk about how one of 10 uh, users are scammers, and one of 10 users leave within the first three months. 
but we are going to deal with everything from the the breakdown of the age to uh, some of the stats uh, about uh, how how often sex offenders use this online dating. I mean, we're really going to break this down for you. And I am convinced that by the time we put our minds together, we are going to have a community wide assessment on uh, on this online dating situation. So put your thought caps on. Ray, what do you think? Should we get to the point where we ask our own uh, 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 Christian audience if they are in a position to uh, 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 identify uh, a date? Uh, is that just as important as identifying a church? Uh, some people uh, some people find their churches online. Uh, I know there are several uh, uh, members of our church that they found us through online. They found us. Uh, uh, so, so you, you find, you know, you find a, a church to go through online. You find a, uh, you might find a, a, a movie that you want to go see online. You might try to find the best uh, house that you want to buy online. So, uh, you know, there are people out there that say, why can't I find my man online? This is an interesting subject. What do you think, Ray? <laughs> and some people say, why can't I find my woman online? Even though we do live in the culture today that exercises social media and with the the, the foundations of the Internet and the, the transpiring of information uh, that goes across the airway, it's a great tool to be able to have access to information. Uh, there are several things that you mentioned in this, Pastor Young, that are just very interesting to me. Uh, the article talked about men lie about their age, their height, and their income. Women lie about their weight, their uh, 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 their their age, and, and maybe something else, something in regards to their looks uh, that, I, that I heard you mention. Uh, y- y- their physical appearance. Now, <clears throat> there's another stat that we have here that talks about uh, uh, people who engage in something called a courtship as a result of online, quote-unquote, dating uh, tend to court 18.5 months, and then those who meet offline tend to court 42 months. Interesting word there, uh, courtship. I'm going to come to that in just a moment, but People who are meeting each other online have a shorter period before they get married than people who do not meet each other online. They have a longer period before they get married. And there's something that we've got to draw a distinction here. You said, should we be encouraging our Christian audience? Now, that key word Christian is a very, very important descriptive experience and term. That's my first big word for the day, descriptive. <laughs> Listen, uh, the, the Bible has no... A reference point for the actual word dating. And as as Christians, uh, we, we don't believe in dating. What we do believe in is courtship, courting someone, and that's a whole entirely different process. And to kind of, uh, to get into this for a moment, to allude to this, one of the things that's important is uh, whether or not you're going to buy a car or not online. You can check it out online, but you got to go drive the car. Whether or not you find a house that you like online, you have to go walk through the house and get to know the house first before you actually make the purchase. Um, when you find a church, um, you can look at the videos online, look at the what we believe statements, look at the the life and happenings of the church. But before you join, most people go and find out if it's if the church is who they say they are. They go and check it out. So with online dating, I shy away from the term dating, but maybe we could use the term uh, introducing yourself to someone. Um, and then from introducing yourself to someone, you still got to get to know that person. I say this, Pastor Young, we've got four seasons in a year. 
uh, summer, winter, spring, and fall, and people change based upon the season, and people put what they want to put online, you still got to get to know the person and get engaged with who they are, not just their profile. That's my big issue in this thing. How do you get to know somebody versus their online profile versus who they really are? And so it becomes problematic for me in that area right there. Yeah, you know, Pastor uh, uh, Johnson. One of the things that I see is is that uh, the internet is is it can be like a weapon. You can use a gun to to uh, do terrible things, to commit murder, robbery, and all kinds of things. But you can also use that weapon to protect an innocent person from rape or molestation or something terrible. And 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 the internet. Uh, uh, whether it be online dating or anything else, you know, you can you can use it uh, to to uh, to initiate something beautiful or you can use it to initiate something terrible. But like you said, it, it's it's one thing to uh, to just go in blind and believe everything. But even if somebody goes on, like we alluded to earlier, to check out a church, uh, just because the church uh, has impressed you online, uh, you're not going to go and just join. You know, just walk in the door and say, hey, where do I sign up? You're going to go check that church out and you're going to do your due diligence. And uh, I think that it is even uh, more necessary to take additional precautions, especially uh, by uh, when you're meeting a stranger, not putting yourself in a dangerous situation by in the process of getting to know them. Uh, because, again, you know, you know, the enemy is looking for ways to uh, to to uh, put Christians in compromising situations. And, you know, quite frequently, you know, uh, the Bible talks about how the enemy always disguises himself as an angel of light and those kinds of things. And so we can put on a real good show by taking the time to um, uh, 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 paint a picture and, and choose every word carefully. But the truth is, is that when it's all said and done, who really knows uh, whether or not uh, this person is being completely honest with you or not? And again, our statistics show that most people are being dishonest about uh, their online profile. So I'm curious to see from the audience uh, what we can do to figure out uh, how we can take necessary precautions to get our online uh, uh, listeners uh, in a place where they can uh, uh, be as safe as possible. Now, we have uh, Kevin Swan, the master of the mic, is is uh, on the uh, on the air, if I'm not mistaken. So let's see. Brother Kevin Swan, are you in the house? I think I'm in the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother, That's inmates crazy. are running the asylum. Hey, Pastor, you sound real good, man. I think I could slide over a little bit more often, man. Don't you, you run the thing, man. Don't you go nowhere. <laughs> hey, we just we just had two shows on pastors taking a break, didn't we? <laughs> well, you know, th th there's, there's something that I remember from school. I was, like, always the last one to get it, like the one that rode the short bus to school because I noticed Ray is just coming off of vacation, uh, and you just came off of vacation, yet here I stand. Yeah, you you holding it down, man. Somebody <laughs> got to stay there and hold it down, man. We, <laughs> We appreciate it. Actually, as a matter of fact, I'm on a I'm I'm on a little break as we speak. Got the kids, man, and we just hanging out before school starts. Spending that last little bit of quality time with them, man. So it's it's, it's been great. So I appreciate y'all hanging in there and doing the show. I know it's going to be a great show today. Yeah, now I'm real curious, bro, as to what your thoughts are because I have been so looking forward to being able to shine a light in your face. So since I don't have a flashlight to put in your face right now like they do when they interrogate you, I can't even tell you how I know they do that. I, I just, it's, 
I, it's you not heard the, it from somebody else. Yeah, right? I heard it from somebody who who had it done to them. Um, but but I'm real curious, bro, to know what is your take. Do you have any uh, any um, uh, experience by? Uh, uh, no, no, don't get me wrong. I know you didn't meet uh, uh, Tatrice online. Um, uh, at least if you did, don't admit it right now. <laughs> but but what say you, man of God? Online dating, what say you from our man, Christian capacity? It, it's interesting, man, because um, I've actually married about three or four couples. And, you know, when we go into counseling, I always ask them, well, how did you meet? They met online. They met through a Christian dating service. And and, and I'm, I'm looking at them kind of like, are you serious? And, and, and they're like, yeah, we met. And uh, some met on eHarmony. Some met on uh, Match.com, and and you know, even for some of the single people out there, I have on occasion said, "Well, why don't you try it just to see how it works?" So I don't, I don't know if I'm opposed to it so much. I think you know, wherever you have an opportunity to meet somebody, I think you still got to go through the process of, of dating properly. I think what what the online service gives you an opportunity to do is to connect with somebody that may not always be in your circle, you know, circle in the church, circle on your job, circle wherever you go. Uh, it, it widens the circle a little bit. So I don't know if I have a, anything against it per se, but you still got to carry the steps. Now, what I do notice sometimes, and I've heard, I don't know for a fact, I've heard, <laughs> that, you know, people want to put these, people want to put these pictures up on their site, man, back when it was like, you know. Uh-oh. Uh you know, 10 years old or something, they're looking real good, and then by the time you see them in real life, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a completely different look. Yeah, yeah. So, see, you know, it can be misleading sometimes on these dating services. you got to be careful. But uh, overall, I don't know if I have anything against it. What about y'all? Hey, Pastor Swan, this is, this is, this is, uh, this is Ray. i got a quick question for you. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask the follow-up question before, uh, right after I give you this this uh, statistical statement from the Huffington Post of information we found in regards to this. It says one out of three women who meet online have sex on the first encounter. It's, it says this also, that online men lie about most about their age, height, and income. Women, on the other hand, lie most about their weight, physical build, and their age. So we have something in common. Both men and women are lying about their age. Both of them are lying about their uh, their height and uh, uh, physical build. And uh, women kind of lie most about uh, the build and the age, where men lie most about their height and the income. I I'd be interested to know, um, as you have provided counsel uh, to many of your couples in this area, have you had to help them navigate you know, through their first impression and first encounters after you find out how they met each other and if it was something that was really real or, or, or what took place there, or do you have any reference point for that? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, first first encounters can always be challenging. And whether you met on that, it's funny, man, it says that people lie about their, that men lie about their income because whether it's online or in person, I think most men feel like they have to be at a certain standard in order to have an opportunity to even get the second date or the second look from a woman. And I think you know, we've had this conversation before about how it is important, I think, for many women, not that women are gold diggers necessarily, but it's important to, to demonstrate that a man is successful in you know, all those kinds of things. But, but to answer your question, uh, Ray, yes, I've had plenty of conversations where people have, 
have said, well, we met like this, and it didn't go over well, and I found out some things later, and, and it wasn't what I thought originally. Uh, but by that point, they had actually gotten to know each other on different levels. And so by the time the lie came out, <laughs> they had already developed a relationship, man. And, and so I think sometimes people look at it as, oh, what is the best way for me to get my foot in the door to prove that I'm genuine and sincere? And if I got to foot some things a little bit to get past the first step, then I might be willing to do that. Man, you got to understand, too, another stat just came out. Uh, 43% of all of the U.S. are single. Now, not just African-American, but single, all Americans, whether they're single, never been married, single, divorced, or single widowed, that's the largest percentage that has ever happened in our country. So you got lots of folks out there that are trying to meet folks and trying to connect on different levels, man. And it's, it's, I think it's open. You know, the Internet thing has really opened up a whole different avenue of which to explore. Well, you know, Pastor Swan, uh, eHarmony actually claims that there are 236 members getting married each day off of their site. Um, and now, you know, that, that would equate to apparently 2% of all U.S. marriages. And now there's some uh, controversy in the research that, as to whether how accurate they may be. But that's eHarmony's claim, that 236 members per day are getting married. And, and, and like you said, a lot of times, uh, you know, uh, people are getting shut down right from the beginning because, let's face it, uh, in uh, the, the men's uh, role, in, in uh, the biblical role, we're supposed to provide and protect. And one of the measuring sticks as to our ability to provide is our income. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, I found that that, you know, maybe maybe guys will feel more inclined to to uh, try to come across as if they can provide better than they actually can because they want the, 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 the women to fall in love with their potential. And Pastor Ray and I were talking about uh, is that sometimes they just actually wind up marrying the profile because the ramp up time uh, to get to know them uh, decreases so much uh, by the time you get to a place to where you've actually met them, you feel like you know them, but you really know who they painted themselves to be. So, uh, uh, and that's you, an interesting point. Yeah. I mean, I think, and, and to add to that, sometimes we marry or we look for what's familiar. So if we come from a certain demographic growing up, we tend to look for something that's similar uh, but really what you're telling me then, and let me ask you both a question here. So if you're saying I'm working at McDonald's, it's better for me to go online and try to get the next step as opposed to if a sister comes to McDonald's and sees me at McDonald's, would I have a better opportunity to get the second date if they saw me there or would I get a better chance if I go online, create a profile, let them see my heart, let them see how I love God, would that give me a better chance as opposed to just straight up this is where I work? You know what? You know what? As 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 sad as that may be, that is accurate. <laughs> Most of the sisters and brothers out there are going to uh, do whatever they can to uh, to land the one that they feel like their heart is being drawn to. And if that means hiding your Burger King or McDonald's uniform in the closet and breaking out the suit uh, indefinitely, and then you know just telling them, you know, I got a job, but we'll talk about that later. Trying to make them think that you're an FBI agent or something, you know, it, it's it's sad, but true. But listen, uh, Pastor Swan, we're going to have to ask you to hold on because we're going to have to take our first break. Uh, Not a problem, man. We're going to take a quick break now. Keep it right here. It's the Pastor Study on the Essence of H-U-W-H-O-V 88.1. Listen, Eden is kingdom. 
An Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear ya. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Come on, let me hear ya, let me hear ya. The essence of HU 88.1 WHOV. This is Pastor John Young, and welcome back to the Pastor Study uh, on behalf of uh, Kevin Swan, who uh, called in and shared some of his thoughts. And we got Pastor Ray in the house uh, with CRC Peninsula. We have an exciting topic for you. We have been discussing the subject of online dating and whether or not Christians should participate in such a thing. Uh, uh, we want you to call in. Uh, the, the number to call in is 727-5711, 727-5711. We want to hear your thoughts on this particular subject. Uh, one of the things that we thought was uh, astounding as far as the stats were concerned is how many people actually use it. Now, we uh, have a caller uh, calling in, so we're going to go ahead and see what this caller has to say. Caller, are you there? Me. Hey, what's going on, Pastor Swan? Hello, can you hear yeah, us? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still okay. here. Okay, well, I know you... we had, I, I know we had uh, left on the break. Do you still need me? Are you good? Or, yes, or yeah. You, you have no idea how much we need you. As a matter of fact, the whole <laughs> listening audience needs you. We are on the air, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one of the things that happens when the inmates are running the asylum is you hang up on people. Um, I have mastered the art of hanging up on Kevin Swan, and I know there are a lot of people that would just as soon hang up on Barack Obama before they hang up on Kevin Swan. But with that being said, man, we, we, want, you to, <laughs> we want you to summarize this thing for us and give us a closing statement. What, what, what should we encourage our uh, our Christian listening audience to know about uh, online dating once again? Well, I think the biggest thing is, and I think there should be strategies and steps for regardless of where you meet somebody, you know, the starting point is not as important. It is important, but the ending point is more important. Obviously, when you're looking online, you have to do a little bit more background. Don't believe everything you see on the, on the profile. Uh, it, it may what may be appealing on the profile may not be actual, so you you have to be careful in that respect, and and by all means, take the relationship slow. Uh, Pastor Johnson, I was stunned by that that comment you said about the number of people who have sex on the first date. Uh, I was not aware of that, but but obviously, um, you know, there still needs to be a a formal process. Now, I guess the question is, let me ask you all real quick before I leave. You know, not everybody's going on these sites to get married. Some people are going on the sites to date, to maybe find companionship, uh, but not everybody's looking to get married. Maybe that's something that we need to discuss also with uh, the people who choose to use them, that people got different motives, and not everybody's motives are the same. So uh, I think if you follow those simple rules, I think you'll be fine. Absolutely. We couldn't agree more, Pastor Swan. Enjoy the rest of the time that you have with your family. And uh, we'll see you next week when you get back, sir. God be blessed, man. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. You know, one of the things that, that Pastor Swan mentioned that uh, I thought was interesting was uh, it, it reminded me of this particular stat that the porn industry actually blames um, uh, 
uh, the a recent seventy four million dollar decline in sales based on these dating sites. So I thought that that was very interesting to see. So the, again, there are other people with other motives, and they ain't necessarily getting married because the people that were using porn uh, are clearly using this online uh, uh, dating site to alleviate other uh, issues going on in their hearts. Uh, we have another caller on the line. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, can you cut your radio down for us just a little bit? Okay, just one moment. Hi, how are you? Just fine, ma'am. What, uh, we appreciate you calling in. How, how do you feel about today's topic? Give me your thoughts. Well, first of all, I'd like to say I think you all picked a wonderful topic, one that really needs to be addressed. And my feelings on this topic is that it is difficult enough in this day and time, to try to date uh, regularly, just meeting people like we used to. And I think that one of you all said something that was very important about the courtshipping part. Now, we've moved away from just meeting individuals like we used to. It's difficult to even tell an individual's motives, what they're thinking about you, when you meet them face-to-face opposed to now all this, all this online dating. It stops it right there from the beginning. There's something that always seems like you cannot really reach out to an individual. That's why I think that a lot of people now are driving towards the churches because they think that they may be able to find someone that may be more upfront because they are seeking something in the churches. And that just takes away... It just tells me that online, it may have good points, but I think that if you're really looking to find someone, back to, like you said, a courtship, it cannot be found in online dating. Thank you for your comment. You know, she makes a very interesting point, Pastor Johnson, because one of the things that, that uh, I've, I've noticed is that, you know, when people are really seriously looking to get married, uh, dating isn't necessarily the priority, you know, just to kind of casually hang out or this, that, or the other, you know. But when somebody has put themselves in a position to where they're saying, you know what, uh, God has prepared my heart for marriage, and I want to do this thing right in the eyes of God. I've already done the dating thing, the club thing, and I'm grown now. And so to me, uh, courting is grown folk stuff. You date, uh, if you will, in elementary, in junior high, you know, let me give you, walk you to class and all that kind of stuff. So I think the thing that we have to uh, uh, take note of is the fact that there are people out there that don't look at dating sites uh, for courtship, but they're just looking to, to casually date. I think one of the issues there with uh, Pastor Pastor Young is that uh, a courtship involves a, an entirely different process in regards to dating, where there is a a young man who actually has to ask. A, a, a young woman's father for her hand in marriage. And of course, the Old Testament, we know the story uh, of Rebecca and, and Jacob and working for Laban. And then uh, when uh, uh, there, there, there came time for Abraham to find a wife for his son, Isaac, and, and all of those things that took place with that, we, we, can, we tend to shy away from that. But there's a protection in that. There's accountability in that. And then there, there is something that kind of guarantees that this person is going to mean 
uh, uh, the spouse or the the betrothed. There's a, another big word uh, from the Old Testament, uh, uh, some good in, in operating in integrity. So I, I think that we've, we we kind of shy away from that. And online kind of gives us this independence to kind of uh, mix and match, if you will. And we end up in scenarios where um, people's motives oftentimes are not checked at the door. And uh, we end up with people with broken hearts and they sit in our congregations and in our, in our offices all the time. I believe we have another caller. Caller, are you there? Absolutely. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. State your comment for us. Uh, yes. I um, I tend to be against online dating. Um, <laughs> it was interesting to me to hear um, Pastor Swan say that he is actually married. Some people that met online. Uh, one of the reasons I'm pretty much against it is because um, online you can pretty much sell someone on being anyone. Um, and when you're dealing with a person face-to-face, it's, you can again be dishonest, but I think it's harder to, uh, to do when you are actually in the presence of a person. I, I tend to... Um, I'm, I'm not a proponent of it. I, I, nothing is, uh, I've, I've seen so far has uh, made me even think that uh, it could be a great thing. I don't know. All right. We thank you for your comment. You know, one of the things that uh, that she mentioned, and, and I think that we would all agree with, with, with Pastor Swan from this perspective, and that is that, you know, um, Sometimes, you know, when you first meet someone, uh, whether it be in person or online or uh, in a, in, uh, on the phone, you're in a dangerous situation when you meet a stranger potentially anyway. And so, so the, the point being is that, you know, the Internet does tend to make the world a lot smaller because you have the opportunity to meet people that you never would have met. But I think uh, 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 Swan's perspective along with ours is that you have to make sure that you still take all of the necessary precautions and sometimes even more so when you've met someone online and one of those things that I believe is an absolute must is the marital counseling because if they get to the point to where they're ready to sit down with you and your pastor um, now you know that pastor that shepherd should be able to discern some things and point some things out to uh, be able to make sure that you don't have a wolf in sheep closing if you will that's what the shepherd does I believe we have another caller on the air caller are you there yeah uh, thank I you for just, calling. I just wanted to make a comment. Um, I just think that um, I don't see anything wrong with online dating. I think one of the things you have to do most of all, whether it's online or dating someone in person, I think we need to ask, um, get direction from the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's one of the important things. And also do your regular necessary uh, precautionary measures as far as, like, I think you, everyone should do, like, a background check on the individual. I think that's an important key, too, in your dating. I heard that. Thank you for your comment. She says that she feels like everyone should should uh, do some kind of background check. Now, everybody don't have access to the uh, to the <laughs> FBI's, you know, uh, criminal database and whatnot. But you, we got the Holy Spirit and we got our uh, God given sense. Amen. And, and so we're going to do everything in our power if 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 we are doing our due diligence uh, to make sure that the person that we are uh, considering uh, marriage with, whether we met them online or in a in a club or or wherever uh, they go not that that Christians go to club that's a whole nother uh, yeah, that's topic a whole other show right there. <laughs>
I mean, that's a whole nother show, Pastor Young. For Christians going to clubs. I mean, oh, God. You'd have started something with that right there. I mean, uh, uh, the, the caller said we had some who are proponents for it, some who are, who are, who are not uh, for online dating. And again, I, I, I want to be clear uh, in regards to meeting someone. I think that we can use the Internet uh, to meet someone. However, um, there is no context scripturally. We all agree, my, uh, me and you and Pastor uh, Aswan agree, there is no context for dating in the scripture exclusively just willy-nilly, I'm just, I'm just hanging out, I'm just meeting you, I'm just doing this kind of thing. But there is something called courtship. And if the Internet can be used to help someone engage in that process, as the previous caller mentioned, uh, it becomes very problematic and difficult because there is some accountability that's involved in the courtship process. So when there's accountability that's involved in the courtship process, meaning that there is a, uh, a figure of authority, that's there, whether it be the shepherd of a local church, the Holy Spirit that resides with inside somebody. Uh, it becomes very, very important to use discernment because, again, based on the uh, the, the article uh, from the, what is it, the Huffington Press? Huffington Post. Huffington Post. Based upon the information that we have, online men lie most about their age, height, and income. Women, on the other hand, lie most about their weight, physical build, and their age. And so when you meet someone, are you meeting the profile? Are you meeting the real person? I wonder, do we have any statistics, Pastor Young, that speak to uh, um, the number of these online, let's call them datings, leading into courtships uh, that end up in successful long, uh, long marriages of longevity? In regards to that, uh, could we have anybody that could call in in regards to that seven two seven five seven one one? You know that that's the other thing because I think uh, uh, Pastor Ray and I, and it sounds like Pastor Swan has had the uh, same uh, scenario where we have actually faithful, committed examples of people that met online are are and and are in healthy, productive, God fearing Christian relationship. So I think really where the issue is is that are we online? Is this an online meeting site? or an online dating site, because I don't think you'll get a lot of opposition to somebody saying to meet someone online. Right. But dating is now where you have fallen out of Scripture yeah. and, 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 and not realized that, that, you know, God never really called us to date. You know, if you want to meet someone and that person ultimately becomes a friend, but I'm curious to know how that, how that brother would respond on the other side of that keyboard if you said, listen, I am, uh, my, my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and I refuse to have premarital sex with anybody and I am not compromising. From the, put that on your profile and see how many hits you get. Praise the Lord. We have another call on the air. Call, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, hi, I, I, uh... I actually, it's interesting that you say that. I actually do on online dating, and um, I actually on the my profile. My profile kind of headline is "Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding." Um, I actually live in Seattle, kind of here visiting my family, but but uh, and I've been online dating for a while. Kind of the place where I'm in in life is that uh, I'm kind of a you know went to school, went to graduate school, and I kind of am a professional. I'm a man that uh, loves the Lord and uh, wants to absolutely follow his ways, uh, but it's difficult. 
it's really difficult to find someone and it's not me like I'm not looking to hook up with anyone or look looking to kind of uh, jump into some kind of lustful experiences or kind of even dating outside the confines but it's just kind of you know and my day to day you know you know the only you know women that I see are the few at church that are married or kind of ones that I wouldn't be interested in. Um, and so it's, you know, the other places, it's funny, we talked about going to Christians, going to the club. Well, well, you know, if you're not going to the club, where else are you going to find them? Well, maybe an option is for online dating, you know. And I think that it is the person involved whose responsibility to say, hey, I'm going to do this the way that God would have me to. Or I'm going to do this in a way that is really kind of self-serving and only does what helps me out and really not respectful to the woman or to the man, um, kind of back to me. So, you know, I think that there's definitely a way, like, you know, kind of bring your accountability partners and, like, your, your homies and your, uh, your pastor or whoever it is that's kind of like your spiritual leadership involved and say, hey, look, I'm doing this. Uh, hey, I met this girl, you know, and I'm talking to her online, like, you know, we exchange two emails or something like that, and we think that we're going to go and, you know, go have some dinner or something and meet and see if we make good friends. And I've had that experience, and um, um, I'm still a single man. <laughs> uh, but um, I will say I will say that uh, when you're kind of in that place, it's actually unfortunate that a lot, there has been so much um, – uh, illegal activity and bad things that have happened with all like online and kind of like you know stalkers and things that there's such a bad the internet has such a bad rap for like real connecting with people uh but it, you, you fact, are so right and, and you know it, it it doesn't have to be that way you right know? right we we talked about earlier how you could actually use the uh internet to do some terrible things or you can do it to do some wonderful things and we're gonna uh go to the next uh caller but we really appreciate your comments because they were very insightful and one of the things that that he pointed out is that you know uh he is in a place uh where he is just basically um uh he his church only has a a few ladies there and and he's not interested in them and yet he doesn't go to clubs and all those kinds of things and so what do you think pastor ray is that is that an is that an alternative that is acceptable for just a social meeting of friends well i tell you i i, I because i'm not for a dating context in any way um i am for friends in a group that will get together go hang out bowl movies mall putt putt golf uh, whatever have you, and then let relationships form naturally uh, from that standpoint. And so, again, it goes back to what we're saying, uh, uh, Pastor Young, online meeting, um, and then from there, let discernment kind of take its place and lead us into this possible opportunity for courtship with some accountability in place. And oftentimes, many of our young uh, uh, Christian singles are, are missing that understanding about that accountability process uh, that she that should be in place as well. I believe we have another caller on the air. Caller, are you there? Hello, yes. Please state your comment for us. Yes, I agree with you. I think that me as a young person, as they call a baby Christian, um, you're interested in meeting people your age and, and your intellectual level and your interests. Why not go back into or what's wrong with people going to church to seek 
other singles. You know, mm-hmm. our church oftentimes, um, they would have singles night on Friday. I think that we can use as a tool. And I want to piggyback on the last caller. You can use the Internet for good as well as bad. I think it's up to us. If you're looking for a person for that purpose of marriage, you're going to always keep in, in hindsight or second hindsight, you know, you're going to look for those clues. You're going to look for cues that you may not or should not ignore. Rather, you meet them on the Internet, through church, in the supermarket. I think we should be more proactive. And I don't want it to sound like we're setting a bad thing for the Internet. It can be used. It depends on what your mindset or your purpose of using it is for. I would scrutinize a male, rather I meet him on the Internet or on the street, the same way. The purpose of you meeting people is to find that common interest. You know, if you're putting um, inaccurate information on the Internet, expect to get that back at you. We are reaping what we have sown. Amen. Thank you for the comment. You know, she makes uh, another valid point. You know, we're we're at a point where we have to understand that, you know, uh, it is just as dangerous meeting someone online as it is meeting a stranger in person, whether they are online or in person when you meet them in a bookstore uh, or even, God forbid, in church. Because if you go to a good church, guess what? The devil goes there, too. So don't drop your guard because you didn't meet this person online. Uh, so I think it's very important for us to make sure that we understand that 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 the Holy Spirit has to be our guide regardless of where we meet this person. I think we have another caller on, on the air. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you for I'll, your call. I'm, uh, Turn your radio down just a little right. bit for us. Right. Hold on. Give me one second. No problem. All right. Is that good? Yes, sir. All right. My name is Hakeem Newbach, disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. And then when we were, when I was just overhearing just momentarily uh, about the Internet, if you break down a word, Internet means, according to them, is international networking. But there's no dot to abbreviate the words. It's all one word called Internet. Anything caught up in a net is caught up in a catching device, and they call it World Wide Web. A web is also a catching device. And if anybody knows, if, if you get caught up in a net or a web, it is, could be very difficult for you to get out of. So, therefore, this is nothing but the devil's play tool. If you think about our ancestors before our time now, since people love to study history, if you look at the history, none of these devices, as far as you know, online dating ever existed, and those was the best families that brought us up to the society we're living in now. And now that they have all this garbage, as they call it, internet and World Wide Web and online dating, it has distorted us from the people that we once was. All right, all right. We're going to to have to break right here, but I appreciate your comments, and we'd like to dialogue about them just a little bit because he makes some very uh, interesting points. But, uh, you know, when you think about it, as much as uh, there are horror stories and you can get caught up in in, in some terrible things on the Internet, but what are we going to do with these uh, couples that have gotten married and, and thank God for how they met? You know, there's, there's uh, Christian families 
that uh, the tool that God used was uh, the the internet. Well, pa- well, Pastor Young, you make a very, very interesting point. And, and please understand that the Internet, just like money, is amoral. It is not immoral. It, uh, it doesn't have a moral uh, a compass to it, if you will. It is always the user and the intent of the user of these amoral uh, entities that we, just like a car is amoral. You can use it however you choose to use it. Uh, it's always about the intent of the heart of the individual. So we don't want to say that the Internet uh, is of the devil uh, and, and uh, to, you know, 2010 and all that kind of crazy stuff like that. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is always the intent of the uh, of the person's heart there. I believe we have another caller. Caller, are you there? Yes, sir. All right. Please state your comment for us. Um, I have to disagree with the last caller. I met my wife online. Uh, you can't stop a move of God. God is going to do what he wants to do. Um, I found my soulmate online. We're married. We're about to purchase a home. Uh, we're uh, joining the church. and We also... Uh, to start a marriage ministry because we have so much in common and uh i love my wife man i <laughs> i can't knock online dating i mean she's a christian woman and i'm a christian man and god brought us together and we're happy hey man let me ask you a couple of questions callers i was looking for someone like you who would be able to call in uh could you tell us uh, approximately how long from the time that the two of you met online that you all went into this uh, uh courtship uh dating process T- just tell us just a little bit about that if you don't mind well, we, we were dating. I definitely used my the gift of discernment from God. Amen. Um, we were dating probably, I would say, probably a couple of months. And then, you know, we got to meet each other. Uh, my wife, she's from Michigan. So, uh, you know, we arranged time and we hooked up and got together, spent some time, went out, met each other in person, uh, met her family. She met my family. And it, it worked out. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for your call and your comments, sir. Thank you. Well, listen, as we've said, Pastor Young, you know, there are many success stories of of people who have met online. And again, we're saying meeting online uh, versus uh, the kind of laissez-faire, casual dating. Most people are not at the place where they're just want to casually just date. People really are at the place where they're they're grown, they're mature now. They want to use discernment. They want to find somebody uh, who kind of meets their interests, and they believe that uh, God is leading that person in that way. You're right, and and that that caller um, is a prime example uh, to me of of the uh, fact that there are testimonies of what what are you going to do with that you know i mean can are, are you going to say that if you've got a a man and a woman who have met married started a christian family actively engaged in ministry and all those kind of things that there is something demonic or evil about it so we, we we just have to be careful to like you said and by the way i haven't had a chance to comment on these big words because he's just <laughs> spitting them out so fast i mean since since pastor swan ain't here it's like he broke out a whole nother level of 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 words that i just can't even comment on it's like he done hit me with two or three like rapid fire before i get a chance to comment so so we just thank god for for Pastor Ray Johnson's vocabulary. We got another caller on the air. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. One last thing I would like to say is, according to Revelations chapter 18, until we are in these last times, and it also says, for thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries was all nations deceived. Yeah, with the last caller that is just called, some may. And that'd be the beautiful light of it all. 
but as you can see what's going on in these times these are evil times and all right all right we want to get we want to get some God more callers bless. involved so God. we thank you for that but he he he's he makes some very valid points that we got to make sure that we balance that there are there are uh, uh certainly uh great uh testimonials of people that uh have have met online and experienced wonderful things. And on the polar opposite, there are people that, uh, that have met online and have some horror stories to tell. So the truth be told is that, like, like he said, you know, we just have to make sure that we, uh, uh, balance it, uh, Pastor Ray, we have to make sure we balance it and let them know that, uh, you know, God can use, uh, uh, the internet if you allow him to. And so can Satan use the internet if you allow him to, what do you think, Pastor Ray? Absolutely. Uh, the scripture reminds us, Pastor Young, uh, that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so it always comes right on back down to the intent of the heart of the user. Uh, and the heart above all else is desperately wicked. Who can know it? And so until you get in certain situations, uh, you, you can't uh, find, you know, what really is going on uh, in, in the heart of a person until you use discernment and get to know them. I believe we've got uh, one more caller which is the last caller for the uh, for the day. I know this is a hot topic, uh, and we'll have to co- probably come back to it again in a part two show. But, caller, are you there? Yes, hello? All right, please state your comment for us. Oh, thank you. I'm surprised I'm the last caller, but this is my first time calling. And I'd like to say definitely hi to my pastor. How you doing, Pastor John? Hey, what's going on, bro? Bless your heart. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know if I can say my name, but I think you know who this is. That's right, bro. And you, you go ahead and, and, and go and say your name. I can say it if you want me to. <laughs> go ahead and say it, Pastor. That's Brother Gerard Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, now I just wanted to comment because I was listening to it uh, on my break at work. Um, it, it, you know, whatever we decide to do, whatever means we, we use to meet people or how we meet people, God always has to be involved. Um, you know, because you can meet people in person. You still have to discern what is this person's intentions. You meet person online. You still have to discern, you know, what's their intention. Because I've done both. And, um, you know, it, it's a, so I, I don't, I'm not a, a person that say that, well, I'm against it or for it. It's it, either or. Whatever we decide to do when we meet people, we just have to have discernment. Because, like, at, at our church, we have, a, you know, our congregation is not, you know, mega fest or not <laughs> like that so you know people come to church or whatever you try to meet people you just your tickets might be slim <laughs> and so if you're the type of person you're just getting back in christ and trying to get back you know a relationship with god you don't do the same things that you used to do when you was in the world so your your tickets come slow and so like some people my brother he he uh met his wife on 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 a dating service and they've been together for five years now and just had the, the child two years ago. And I can tell neither one of them going anywhere. <laughs> All right, bro. Thank you for your comment. Thank you, Pastor. Thank All right. you. you know, uh, it, it, it consistently reemphasizes the point that, you know, I think the general consensus here, Pastor Johnson, is that, you know, uh, you have to be cautious and allow the Holy Spirit to be your guide regardless of how you meet someone. And I think that uh, overwhelmingly it appears that most people 
are are comfortable with uh, uh, meeting people online. I think the the mistake is is that, that quite frequently people uh, that that you you tend to get more comfortable with a person because you've had more dialogue with them online. And we just have to caution people to uh, when you meet them for the first time physically, you've just met them for the first time. Period. Regardless of what they've said online or how you feel like you've gotten to know them and all like that, the clock starts when you put your eyes on them and and you begin to hopefully begin to pray together and get to connect with each other spiritually, uh, especially if if we're talking about a Christian uh, uh, man and woman that are meeting. Well, you know, uh, uh, Pastor Young, I, I do something called, uh, uh, my marriage ministry is called Covenant Keepers, and then I, I, I'm starting something called Covenant Keepers for Singles. Interestingly enough, uh, although Scripture does not speak specifically to dating, there are principles from the Scripture that we can use to getting to know someone. And uh, one of those uh, comes from a New Testament Scripture that says, Know those that labor among you. Uh, and I, I taught it to our singles this way. Uh, and, and in the sense that uh, there are four seasons in the year, there's summer, winter, spring, and then there's fall. And then there are specific times uh, mood swings hit people just as much as it does men and women. For example, every fall time, a man wants to hang with a woman right up until around November. He breaks up with her from, uh, come on, y'all know I'm telling you, right? December to January. He may not holler back out until after March. Why? Because at Christmas time, uh, there are gifts and things that need to be given. Valentine's Day, gifts and things that need to be given. Come on. In the springtime, ladies tend to dress a little differently. So do brothers. They show him biceps, showing a little bit of little, little chest every now and then, doing a little muscular thing. And then when as soon as it gets warm, everybody starts taking off their clothes, wearing shorter clothes, all that kind of stuff. I say all that simply to say that you've got to dwell with somebody according to knowledge. Go through their mood swings. They're a different person in the summer than they are in the fall, than they are in the winter, than they are in the spring. And so with that sense of discernment, you've got to take time to get a chance to know people and really know who they are regardless of how you meet them or where you meet them, Pastor Young. So I think that's the big issue for me there. Amen. Well, you know, one, one thing I like to try to do here is get, get a neutral comment. We got Kevin Moose Anderson in the in the studio. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm just going to say that he's just smooth, you know. And and I think if you met him on the phone, uh, ladies, you might say, yeah, you know, because he's, yeah, he got the radio thing going down and he's just smooth. So I just want, I, I want y'all to take a listen and hear Kevin Moose Anderson's perspective. <laughs> Appreciate that, Pastor Young. Um, my my on online profile, I'm 6'6", 185 with a bald head. <laughs> I really like the points that you brought up about that. But um, I got three homeboys that were that are married now, and you know, got engaged and met their significant other through these online dating sites. Quick funny story: uh, had an old boss who uh, recently got married, and. As the minister was blessing the bond, he said, Lord, I think the internet website that brought these two individuals together. And, you know, the funny thing was the look on some of the older people faces in the crowd, you know, that uh, when he said that about the situation, they really didn't think it was true. My mom asked me on a regular, you know, do these things really work? Because they can't really, you know conceptualize somebody going online and meet somebody. So. 
Well, you know, it, it is a cultural phenomenon, and I think that it is, you know, a medium that we are getting more and more comfortable with. Um, and, and one of the things that, that we want to make sure that this younger generation knows that as much as it is great to be innovative, cutting edge, and all those kinds of things, we can't lose the precautionary measures that the mothers and the grandmothers say. You let them take a, you let them meet your mama, you let them meet your daddy, you let them meet your pastor, and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, and, and, and when all is said and done when all the heads are nodding in the right direction if they're nodding yes then then you can relax a little bit but if they're shaking their head no internet or not run <laughs> we want to thank you for participating and listening to the pastor study here at the essence of hu 88.1 whov bless you